It's PTO season, and Alex Chason will be in Boston Bruins camp on a professional tryout. We'll discuss that, as well as look at numbers 9 through 1 on the Which Bruins Wore a Best series here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, and I want to thank you so, so much for making Lockdown Bruins part of your day on a regular basis. How do you do that? Well, you go to your favorite podcast app, you go to YouTube, you search up Lockdown Bruins, and you hit that subscribe button so that each new episode is automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day and on this day this episode is brought to you by bird dogs go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl enter promo code locked on nhl for a free white tech hat with any order you won't want to take your bird dogs off i promise you i'm wearing a pair of pants right well i'll get into it later um reminder you can find the podcast on social media at locked nhl bruins you can find me my dad jokes, hockey thoughts, at Ian C. McLaren. And uh, I went out this morning to get a filling done at the dentist. Not fun, but it was raining. It was cold. Felt like fall. Hockey season right around the corner. It's hard to believe it's already August 23rd. And uh, we are talking about tryout invites for training camp as the Boston Bruins have extended one to Alex Chason, and he has accepted it. He will be at training camp on a tryout basis. Now, reminder, this doesn't guarantee a contract by any means. It means that the forward will be at training camp trying to earn a contract with the Bruins or you know, impress in exhibition season and maybe get a look elsewhere if it doesn't work out with the Bruins. So who is this guy? Bessie, you want to tell us? He's 32 years old, played in 20 games with the Red Wings last season, six goals, three assists for nine points. Not especially impressive, but he does have a track record of offensive production over the course of his career. He was a second-round pick of the Dallas Stars back in 2009, 651 career games, 120 goals, 43 of which have come on the power play, and that's where he really brings it. He can really snipe on the power play. 77 of his 233 total points have come um on the power play with the man advantage. He also has eight shorthanded points, 17 game winning goals and 921 shots to his credit. Now, like I mentioned, he began his career in Dallas 
He went from there to Ottawa, had a stint in Calgary, another in Washington, played in Edmonton for a couple years where he scored a career-high 22 goals back in 2018-2019, then played a season in Vancouver, and then last year in Detroit. Now, the thing you need to know about this guy is that he was on Boston's radar big time back when the Bruins swung that deal with the Stars for Tyler Sagan. If you recall, they got um, Louis Erickson, Riley Smith, Matt Fraser, Colin Miller in that deal. Shason was a guy they really wanted to be included in that deal, but Dallas uh, held out. And it was Smith and Fraser who were the young forwards included instead. He remained with the Stars, had a couple good seasons with them. Um, Also worth noting that he was quite affected by, well, he had a close relationship with Rich Peverly. And he was quite affected by Rich Peverly's cardiac arrest when with the Dallas Stars to the point where Chason himself had to be hospitalized because of uh, the toll it took on him mentally and physically. He just kind of really shut down, and it had a real big impact on him. Um, And, you know, perhaps that has stayed with him through the course of his career. But we know that he can score. Again, 22 goals in 73 games with the Oilers just a few seasons ago. Career-high 38 points. They bring him in. Perhaps he can challenge for some playing time on the right side for the Boston Bruins this season. Um, We all know they've already brought in some veterans on low-risk deals. James Van Riemsdyk, Milan Lucic. Uh, Patrick Brown, maybe he can push one of these guys for some playing time. You have Pasternak, of course, your number one right winger. After that, there's really nobody set at the right wing position unless you keep Jake DeBrusque over there. But there has been talk of putting him back on the left side the departure of uh, Taylor Hall. Right now, if you look at Cat Friendly, they have Pasternak, DeBrusque, Lauko, Greer, penciled in as your right wingers. Does Chason have a spot in there? Perhaps. Maybe it's a bit of a buffer with Lysel quite not ready. Uh, Jesper Bokvist can play all three spots. At the end of the day, it creates some competition in training camp and may the best player earn that spot. Chason may get a bit of a bump because of his power play prowess and the fact that he can really rip it with the extra man. All right, uh, so we'll see how that plays out in training camp. And coming up after the break, we are going to wrap up our series on Bruins Jersey All-Stars. Which Bruins wore best, numbers 9 through 1, loaded with retired numbers. And uh, we'll get to that here after the break. 
Bird Dogs has the most comfortable pants and shorts. I can't even believe how often I have worn them this summer. I have a few pairs of shorts. I just got a new pair of pants in the mail as well. And they make you look good with their stretch khaki shorts, which are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They also have a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also have an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Honestly, they fit way better than regular shorts, and the liner inside is super comfortable. Now, right now, you can go to birddogs.com slash LockdownNHL, enter promo code LockdownNHL, and get a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockdownNHL, promo code LockdownNHL for a free white tech hat with your next order. I've been wearing this hat quite regularly as well. Very comfortable and cool. And you will not regret ordering your first pair of bird dogs. After that, you are going to be hooked. I promise. All right. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. A quick programming note, programming note, programming note. Um, uh, There will be no new episode on Friday as My wife and I are heading into Toronto to see City in Color and Ben Harper in concert, spending the weekend there uh, to celebrate our anniversary, which was uh, about 10 days ago now. Fun way to kick off with the end of summer, I guess. Uh, Next week, probably two, maybe three episodes heading back into the city for a Blue Jays game for our son's birthday. So uh, a bit light. On episodes here to end August, but we will be fully ramped up in September as we near training camp. All right, let's finish our series of Boston Bruins Jersey All-Stars. Quick note from the previous episode on uh, Monday, I gave number 16 to Derek Sanderson, who won the Stanley Cup wearing number 16 with the Boston Bruins. Of course, 16 is retired by the Bruins. Rick Middleton, 881 career games, 898 career points with the Bruins, and three All-Star games, Lady Bing Trophy, um, one of the great Bruins of all time. Of course, he deserves some love for number 16. When it comes to numbers 9 through One, job gets really easy here because there's a bunch of retired numbers. And number nine, Johnny Busick, no question about it. 1,500 and, sorry, 1,436 career games for the Bruins, 1,339 points, uh, longtime captain of the Boston Bruins, seven-time All-Star, Two-time Lady Bing. Uh, He was named one of the NHL's greatest players back in 2017-2018. Two Stanley Cups in 70 and 72. And obviously before my time, but 
I still have a soft spot in my heart for Busick. Every time he makes an appearance, it's so great. Uh, I have a number nine shirt that was purchased for me by my brother-in-law and sister-in-law when they visited Boston a few years ago. I wear it proudly. And uh, Johnny Busick, legendary, number nine, uh, should be celebrated any chance we can get. Now, number eight was my favorite number growing up. And it was because of the one and only Cam Neely. Number was retired. And Cam Neely's 50 goal seasons were just unbelievable to watch when I was a kid, especially, of course, the 50 goals in 49 games that he scored in 1993-1994. He won the Masterton Trophy that year for accomplishing that feat while battling some severe knee injuries. He, of course, never won a Stanley Cup with the Boston Bruins. Uh, A huge, uh, yeah, just not a regret, I guess. But, you know, watching him, watching Ray Bork while growing up as that, that's the reason I'm a Bruins fan is because of Cam Neely, because of Ray Bork, because of the guys who played alongside them in those late 80s, early 90s teams, Adam Oates, Craig Janney, Joe Juno. Don Sweeney even, Um, but it was Cam Neely who really made me love this game of hockey, his ability. You know, he's, if you think of a power forward in the NHL, he's it. Scoring 50 goals, dropping the gloves, hitting everybody in sight. Uh, You know, there was a season where he had 42 goals in 69 games, 175 penalty minutes, uh, 37 goals, 190 penalty minutes the year after that, 55 goals, which was a career high, and 117 penalty minutes. Uh, Just unbelievable the way he was able to balance physicality, scoring, um, and... You know, they went to the Stanley Cup final in 1990. Uh, I've told the story many times, but I really leaned into my uh, Bruins fandom at that point because my sister was a Oilers fan. So I just really wanted to stick it to her and cheer even more loudly for the Bruins. Of course, they didn't win the Cup, but my love for the Bruins and Cam Neely was cemented uh, at that young age. It's a huge reason why. I've been a lifelong Bruins fan while living up here in Canada. Cam Neely, you know, maybe not the uh, most successful executive, (laughs) but when it comes to playing the game of hockey, number eight will always be my favorite number, and it's because of Cam Neely. All right, number seven. Let's look at number seven before uh, we... Well, I'll not take a break here, but Phil Esposito, no question. Number seven, one of the great Bruins from those championships back in the 70s as well. Played nine seasons with the Bruins, 
625 games, 1,012 points. Just unreal production as a member of the Boston Bruins. 68 goals in 1973-74 in 78 games. Bruins, uh, you know, record for goals in a single season. He won so many awards as well. Hart Trophy, Art Ross Trophy, Ted Lindsay, multiple Art Ross Trophies, multiple Hart Trophies, a couple championships as well, of course, and multiple All-Stars. Just, you know, arguably, when we're looking at the centennial season, uh, arguably one of the maybe the best Bruin of all time. Um, and his goal records are going to be tough to beat. David Pasternak had 61 this past season that tied Phil Esposito's fourth highest in a single season. He had a 66. He had a 68 goal season. He had a 76 goal season, if you can believe it, as a member of the Boston Bruins. Uh, which is just insane. That's not going to be touched. 76 goals in 78 games, 152 points. Uh, That's McDavid level. And yeah, just unreal offensive production for the Boston Bruins. And uh, Phil Esposito, no question. One of, if not the greatest Bruin of all time, especially offensively. Number six, this one is not retired. And Mike Riley wore it most recently. Uh, I believe Mason Lorai is going to be wearing it. You go back in time, Joe Thornton, that was his original number as a member of the Boston Bruins. Probably going to give this to Ted Green. He was a defenseman for the Bruins for 11 seasons, 621 career games, 254 points from the blue line. He was a two-time All-Star, won a Stanley Cup with the Bruins in 1972, won some WHA championships as well, Uh, was not with the Bruins for the 69-70 season. Not quite sure where he was that year. Uh, Why he took that year off. I should do some research there and check that out. But uh, Ted Green, we're going to give it to him because he won that cup. There was no number six for the Bruins during the uh, 2011 Stanley Cup win. And who knows? Maybe Mason Lori. Eh, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, so that brings us from numbers nine through six. And uh, let's take a look at number five here before we take another break. Number five, Dick Clapper. His number has been retired. He's a three-time Stanley Cup winner. He's in the Hall of Fame, six-time All-Star. He played all 20 seasons with the Boston Bruins. He had 835 career games, 477 career points, uh, 229 goals. He was listed as a right wing slash defenseman. 
and uh, Dick Clapper. Again, six-time All-Star. He won three Stanley Cups with the Bruins, 1929, 1939, 1941. That's three Cups in three different decades. That's insane. Uh, Dick Clapper, of course, the Witch Bruin wore it best winner for number five. And coming up after the break, we're going to take a look at numbers four through one. All right, Bruins fans, let's take a look at numbers four through one on our Witch Bruins wore a best series. This dates back a few years. I started this during COVID and we're finishing it up here as we approach the centennial. Number four, of course, no question. Bobby Orr, Hall of Famer, two-time Stanley Cup winner. He won the Calder Trophy. He was an eight-time Norris Trophy winner, nine-time All-Star, two-time Art Ross winner, two-time Conn Smythe Trophy winner, a three-time Hart Trophy winner. Earlier I said maybe Phil Esposito was the greatest Bruin of all time. Bobby Orr certainly deserve some consideration there as well. His career limited to 657 games due to injury, 915 points, 888 of which came as a member of the Boston Bruins, 135 points in 80 games in 1974-75. Just insane production for a defenseman, 46 goals. He had 102 Points. That was his, sorry, assists. That was his career high in 70-71. A lot of players these days, if they get 100 points, that's a, quite a feat. Bobby Orr, 102 assists in that season. Uh, career high, 135 points in 74-75. Unfortunately, the next season, he was limited to 10 games, only 18 points. Uh, but his first bunch of seasons with the Boston Bruins just littered with awards. As a rookie, he won the Calder, sixth in Hart Trophy voting, third in Norris voting. Uh, the next two years, he won the Norris in 69-70, Hart Trophy, Norris, Art Ross, Conn Smythe, Stanley Cup, of course. Uh, in 71-72, Hart, Norris, Consmite, Stanley Cup, just an unreal talent. And again, going back to why am I a Bruins fan, it was because my dad, um, he grew up in Trenton, Ontario. Bobby Orr came up through the Oshawa Generals program, and that's probably the closest uh, junior team to Trenton, Ontario. And then Bobby Orr regularly featured on Hockey Night in Canada as well. And uh, my dad was a huge Bobby Orr fan, became a Bruins fan by extension, and that was passed on to me. Four 120-point seasons, just a legend. And uh, one of the greats, not just in Bruins history, but, of course, in overall hockey history number three this is retired as well Lionel Hitchman defenseman for the Bruins back in the day two-time Stanley Cup winner uh he is a guy from 
way back in the day. He won Stanley Cups with the Bruins or with the Bruins in 1929. He also won a Stanley Cup with the Bruins in 19 sorry, with the Ottawa Senators in 1923. He appeared in 370 games for the Bruins again. These were days when um, they played many fewer games. Just a stalwart defenseman, Lionel Hitchman. Um, unbelievable defenseman. He formed one of the greatest defenseman pairings of all time with Eddie Shore. Uh, his number three was retired in 1934. It was only the second time in North American pro sports history that a player's number was retired. Um, Hitchman, one of the pioneers for the Boston Bruins, playing with Eddie Shore. Uh, he was slowed by injuries as well. But, again, a huge part of Boston Bruins history. Number two. This is also retired, and it was Hitchman's defenseman partner, Eddie Shore. He's a Hall of Famer, two-time Stanley Cup winner, eight-time All-Star, a four-time Hurt Trophy winner. He played for the Bruins for 14 years, 541 career games, 279 uh, assists, or sorry, total points. He won the Cup with the Bruins uh, in... 1929, 1939, and again, was a multi-award winner. He won the Hart Trophy three times, three times in four seasons. And then he won it again in 1938. Uh, Eddie Shore, along with Lionel Hitchman, just one of the great defensive pairings of all time. He was named as one of the 100 greatest players in NHL history, iconic for his toughness and defensive skill. And um, yeah, again, one of the great Bruins of all time. Now, number one, not retired. And this is worn traditionally by goaltenders. Andrew Raycroft won a Calder Trophy for the Bruins wearing number one. Reggie Lemelin, um, some great names back in the day as well. Eddie Johnston wore it for 10 years. He was a backup goaltender for the Bruins when they won their cups, although he did make seven appearances in the 72 playoff run going six and one with a 936 save percentage so we're probably going to give it to him although jeremy swayman has the possibility of becoming the next great bruins goaltender he and allmark paired together for at least a couple more seasons but it's true or fair to say that swayman is the goalie of the future for the boston bruins and if they're going to win with this current core of david posternock Charlie McAvoy, then he's going to be the guy. If he wins a cup, if he can win a, a Vesna, he will be uh, in the conversation. But for now, we're going to give it to uh, Eddie Johnston for 
being the goalie of note back in those, or a goalie of note in those 70 and 72 teams. All right, I hope you've enjoyed this series. Let me know where I have missed, and um, we'll continue to talk about a bunch of these guys here during the centennial season for the Boston Bruins. So many greats to speak of, and uh, we really do need to appreciate more some of the more legendary players uh, before my lifetime, certainly before many of our lifetimes. Um please note where I have missed in the comments or on social media, and I'll be sure to give these players their due through the coming season. All right, friends, that's it for today's episode. Please do smash that subscribe button if you have not already, and we'll talk to you again here next time on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.